Mission 2, San Jose Avenue. From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome back from your week off, Heather Knight, to a very special Total SF. Very special. Do you remember when we were kids and your favorite sitcom would have a very special episode? <laughs> and yes. suddenly, like, uh, Different Strokes has an episode about eating disorders, <laughs> or Blossom has an episode about gun safety. I do remember those, and they were always very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. This is going to be similar, because um, that's what's happening to Car Free JFK right now. We had an earlier episode, Car Free JFK Forever. We're talking about safe spaces in the outdoors. And after that episode, suddenly we're seeing headlines about racism and segregation and recreational redlining on JFK Drive. Right. So a couple of weeks ago, supervisors um, Shimon Walton and Asha Safai tweeted at the same time about how now that the coronavirus is subsiding, JFK Drive should be opened back up to cars because it is preventing people of color from visiting the park. And um, if you want to know what ratioed means on Twitter, go take a look at the responses to those tweets. Yeah. And and once I saw those, I immediately thought um, it's important, number one, to continue this conversation and number two, to bring in David Miles Jr., He's a Kansas City native, fell in love with San Francisco, going to Golden Gate Park, and he spent almost every Sunday since right next to JFK Drive, roller skating. He's the skate father, sort of like the unofficial mayor of Golden Gate Park, and I think he just exemplifies the diversity that's been there, and he talks a lot about that. Yes, he's a black man, and he's very frustrated that the, as what he called the race card is being played in this debate. He's been arguing for JFK to go car-free for decades and hasn't made much progress, but this is the first time he's heard that argument used, and he's pretty uh, outraged by it. Yeah, and you'll hear that, but we we don't just talk about politics. Um, This is still a, a total SF episode. Miles talks about the early years of no cars, JFK. He talks about the roller rink he built in his Richmond district backyard. Uh, Dedication to roller skating is very high with the skate father. And uh, probably my favorite, he talks about why London breed roller skating is a good thing. There's a good story behind this. Yes, apparently she didn't do as well when she went skating at his Church of Eight Wheels, but she recently went to the uh, skating area on JFK Drive and and did not fall at all. So good job, Mayor. Yeah, Yeah, good job, Mayor. She bit it at the Church of Eight (laughs) Wheels. We've all been there. So we'll hear more about that later on. David Miles Jr. coming up. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, and this is Total SF. Thank you very much. We're in the skating place right around the corner here with David Miles Jr. We're all wearing layers. Uh, David, you're a human being I associate with this park, like maybe second to John McLaren, and he's been dead for 70 years. <laughs> uh, so it's great to be with you. Uh, first question, though, are you vaccinated yet? How are you doing? I am totally vaccinated. I've got both shots, Moderna shots. I, um, as soon as I was eligible to get them, I went down and got them. And now I'm done. I'm finished. 
And uh, I still wear my mask. I'm still safe. But, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the world. Did you get vaccinated while on roller skates? And you know what? They wouldn't <laughs> let me wear the skates uh. in there. They, uh, I, would, I would have done that. Uh, the first time I went to the Southeast Center, it was a walk-in. Uh, it was a few days after my birthday, so I went in there and they took care of me. But the second time, uh, which, what, three three weeks later, I had a lot of stuff going on. We had the, um, I got the shot at, like, 11 o'clock. Uh, we did this Skate Against Asian Hate and Violence uh, down in the waterfront at 2 o'clock. Uh, then the next day, we skated in Golden Gate Park all day. That was a Sunday. And then the next day, I... <laughs> I laid another layer of polyurethane on my skate floor. And so I kind of forgot what the reasons were. What was I supposed to be looking for these uh, symptoms? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, my arm is sore a little bit, you know. But other than that, it was a breeze. It was nothing. So you have skating area at your home? Is that what you were? Well, during the pandemic, I built I, I build roller skating rink floors for a lot of big events like EDC and, you know, Burning Man and stuff like that. So I have a lot of materials left over. And so I built a roller rink in my backyard. Wow. And uh, it's great. That's awesome. <laughs> it is great. You know, you go out and skate and then you see the people, the neighbors looking out the windows. But you, you can't invite them in, you know. Yeah. It's like uh, you still, it's still kind of strange with the pandemic and all, but it's given me a place to... Uh, escape you know when i'm trying not to be around a crowd one of the problems here is i mean when you're in a purple tier or when you're in a straight up lockdown you can't do things that draw people Mm -hmm. and so i was really trying not to draw people to come out to the park and skate but as each level let us lay up a little bit and plus when they started saying the different they closed the park the car traffic just for the very reason for you to be able to get out there and exercise and do things then we started coming out here to park and it's just been a godsend for everybody. Yeah. But when I can't come here, yeah, I just go in the backyard. Do Do you have a disco ball in <laughs> your backyard? I don't have the disco ball, but I do have this uh, mock-up Golden Gate Bridge uh, uh, light-up sign. Oh my gosh, I want to see this. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, we are sitting just um, several feet feet from JFK Drive, which has been in the news a lot lately uh, because of. You know, arguments over whether it should remain closed to cars or reopen to cars. And I was wondering, um, two supervisors, Shimon Walton and Asha Safai, called for the city to open it back up to cars very quickly, arguing that it keeps um, keeping it closed to cars is racist, segregationist, <laughs> and even an example of, quote, recreational redlining. What did you think about those claims? I think. You, I think the people that are making these statements, they've never been out here before. They've never seen it. It's like when people describe what Burning Man is, but they've never been there, and they're telling you that it's this and it's that, and they've never been there before, and they have no idea what they're talking about. It's kind of a shame, really, because if they've been here, they know how wonderful this place is. They know how cool it is. They know how you can do things here that you can't do anywhere else, you know. And it's a shame. It really is. The bottom line is... There's probably not a happier place in San Francisco than this park with the cars gone. I mean, it's been such a great thing for everybody since the pandemic. And I've been at this for like 42 years now trying to close the park off. We we um, we tried to close it, get Saturday closure. And every time we have a petition drive or we have something to try to do it, they would give us like, oh, you know what? We can't do that. But how about this? 
And, you know, for me, I know I'm going to be here for a long time. So I just go for it. But here we are in 2021 and <laughs> these same old arguments, these same old attitudes from the same old, well, not the same old people, but being funneled through uh, by the same old people when you get down to nitty gritty. Let's, let's be real about this. Uh, Who are the same old people? Oh, the institutions in the park, the Young Museum, California Arts and Sciences, uh, the, and a small part, the Tea Garden Conservatory. I mean, they have always lined up on one side, just like the Republicans do. And then the park users always line up one side, like the Democrats do. And after going through four years of Trump, I'm just sick of this repetition of failure. You know, it's a failure because we should be coming together. Everything that's happened in the park with this closure has brought people together. I think that a supervisor that doesn't feel that really is out of touch. Maybe they in touch with people in their neighborhood, but I doubt that because I used to live in Visitation Valley. See, I can escape from uh, Visitation Valley School to Golden Gate Park in 45 minutes. You know why? Because <laughs> I wanted to go to the park. Yeah. Nobody stopped me from coming to the park. Recreational redlining. See. When you gotta convince people something, you think you come up with a catchy phrase and go, oh, yeah, that's cool, huh? Yeah, no, that's not cool. That's, that's discriminatory, really. It's pure gaslighting in its pure form. Why are we talking about uh, the people on some, any part of town that can't get here, can't enjoy this? You have never, you take a picture of those people right now, Sixth Avenue, it's, it's diversity. You look it up in a dictionary, they're gonna show you these people. They're from every walk of life. But if you've never been here, of course, you don't know that. A couple of years ago, I came out here and we, we were covering the 40th anniversary of the Skate Patrol. And it, it goes with all of these debates. We talked about the history. We talked about the museums. I did research. I read all the old stories. I never heard anybody bringing up race until now. And I'm wondering if you heard that. I mean, was that something that's, that, that was new to you? I think it's just the last grasp of the straw. It's all they got left. You know, I mean, they've got an 800 space garage that was to solve that was supposed to solve the problem. Oh, we can't close the park off because the people won't be able to come. Okay, 800 spaces, dude. Uh, what else do you need? I mean, all one has to do is just come out here and look and see, and you can see that this is something that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you was to count how many of those people there are. There's probably just a handful. It's just that they're powerful. They got resources. They got money. They can afford to <laughs> draw people and just say what they want to say. I don't want to say what I want to say because let's be civil about it. But I, I just, it, it seemed like a new argument. And I've researched this and I've talked the about it. The racism part? The, yeah. The I mean, it it, it I, is I, a new argument. No one's ever, ever. It's a new argument because it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's not based in any fact at all. It's just like the same things that we've been hit with the last four years with Donald Trump, you know? And they just say it, and you're supposed to just, oh, yeah, wow, look at that. Uh, black people can't go to the park? Well, it must be true. They said it on TV. I mean, <laughs> people are just so, they read the headlines and not the story. And, and, you know, I think that the tactic of the museums is to approach it that point of view. They know that people won't read the story. They know that they'll see the headline. They know the headline will serve uh, their purpose of opening up cars to traffic, uh, opening up the park to traffic. But doesn't it make more sense that you're going to get more pedestrian people 
out in the park, where are they going to go? The same places they go when they drive to the park. They're going to go to the museums. They're going to go to the tea garden. They're going to go to the conservatory. They're going to go to the, uh, the, the science building. It's, it's, it's as if they don't care that this would be more successful for them. They don't care if it's gonna, uh, that the closure as it is is drawing more people than ever before in history of the park. They only care about what they know of, which is they want to drive their car. And if you look back at the whole uh, history of trying to close the park to traffic, that was the same argument, 1967. How is Junior and all the people going to fit in the car? How are we going to get them all to the park? And how are we going to do? But look at it. There is no more successful program for the public than this closure. And they're trying to use the same exact argument. Have you ever seen um, Supervisors Safai or Walton out here in the past year? I'll be very honest. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. Uh, they haven't done anything that's uh, helped somebody do anything. They haven't been out there... Uh, using their influence and, and power to, you know, get people to see what's going on. Look, I, I do. I work with a group called New Hunters Point, and they are uh, trying to do things to get kids to come out of the house and, and do stuff. We've been doing for three years, bringing the roller skates and bringing the, the whole Golden Gate Park roller skating experience to uh, Hunters Point Shoreline Park. None of them ever been there. They don't know nothing about it. That's not my fault mm -hmm. because, you know, we, we went out and we told everybody about it. Do you remember the first time you set eyes on Golden Gate Park and, oh, yeah. and what you <laughs> thought of it? First time I set eyes on Golden Gate Park, I was riding the, the 21 Hayes because I saw the word Golden Gate Park on the bus. I've only been here for three days. Oh, wow. And so uh, I'm like, I like parks. Hey, I ain't doing <laughs> nothing. Let's go see the park because, you know, Kansas City, we have Swope Park. And I spent many, many years in Swell Park, swimming pool and all that stuff. So I, you know, great memories. So I got off here at 4th Avenue in Fulton, and there's a pathway that goes behind the conservatory flowers. And I walked through it. You know, nice trees and grass, pretty cool. And uh, when I got to the conservatory, I noticed people were laying in the grass like sunbathing, which is not something I normally do. But you know what? I'm in San Francisco. This is what they do. Let me try it out. So... I laid down on the grass for a minute, and I went like, one, two, three, that's enough. And then I got up, and I saw four people go by on roller skates. And I'm like, wow, you can skate out here in the street? This, this is cool. And so I talked to them. They told me that on Sundays that the park was closed to car traffic. Then there was a lot of skaters that come out. I should come check it out. So that Sunday, I believe that was like March 1st or 2nd or something. What year was that? 1979. Wow. 1979, March 1st, I believe it was. And, uh, wow, it was <laughs> like, um, I think I just said it before. It was like, you watch this, the, um, the Wizard of Oz, and uh, when the the house gets all spun up and then it lands in Oz, and then they open the doors in color, it was like that. Oh, it was that kind of an that. experience. It was like, wow, look at this, all these people. <laughs> you know, no one knows, no, knew each other. It was just thousands of roller skaters just going in anywhere everywhere like like you see ants they just kind of like you don't know where they're going seems like they know where they're going but they don't know where they're going <laughs> they're just going and uh you know i started going around and seeing places little strange little nooks and crannies in the park and uh, but i didn't have skates then not that first day 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to go out that next day and get me some roller skates. I haven't missed hardly any Sunday since then. Did you feel like this was your home as soon as you saw Golden Gate Park? I have never felt as at home. I knew that this 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 is special. There's yeah. something here. I'm gonna come next week. I'm gonna come next week. When we was coming, we started coming every single day. I mean, we were probably the reason why they banned skating in the concourse because we were coming out every day, and we were going to the band shell and we we're hanging out, and all those museum people would see us, and you know, you try to be nice because you ain't doing nothing but skating around, jumping off of stuff, mm-hmm. but. They look at it like you're damaging it and you're being disrespectful. And also they look at you and this mean, stern look, you know. And, uh, you know, I never really got that because you know, we weren't really doing anything wrong. We were just skating. But then after a few months go by, uh, the museums got upset with all the skaters and all that. And they wanted to have skating banned in the park. And so they had to create, well, instead of banning the park, um, there was a volunteer group, Escape Patrol, Peter Ash and Reckon Parks Department put that before them mm-hmm. and said, well, if we can control it, we won't kick it out. And so <laughs> uh, some guy with a clipboard came by one day and he's asking me and my friends, hey, would you like to be a volunteer in the roller patrol? And, and you, you, you we're like 21 and 22 years <laughs> old, you know, we, we're, we're kind of the... We wasn't the riffraff, but we were the riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> and and we, have, we have photos of this, David. I mean, this I, I describe it as like a UN delegation. I mean, there are yeah. there there is there is no dominant demographic. It is just San Francisco. I mean, that's what exactly. seemed to be out here. That's what makes it so cool. And it's like that to this very day. Um, to this very day, you can find every kind of a different person in the entire planet either skating or riding their bike or walking with their kids. It's, it's, it was like that then. It's like that now. And it's one of the beauties of the park closure. It, that's what comes out. You know, the neighborhood. Maybe they don't live in this particular neighborhood I'm in, you know, the Richmond district. But they're here. They're a part of the community. They're a part of the neighborhood. And uh, that's what's absolutely so wonderful about the park closure. It, it, it. It makes the park live up to what its mission truly is anyway. It's supposed to be for people to uh, enjoy themselves in a green, sylvan environment, you know, and avoid the hustles and bustles of everyday life. Well, when you have the cars in there, that that's against the mission of the park. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I think it's the most wonderful thing. I, I think that, I think this is an example of what every city should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be providing this type of, of recreation, this type of environment for people, this this whole experience is, is just wonderful. I came out here when I was a kid, and and you know, 1979. Um, my grandparents, Mexican immigrants to San Francisco. My mom's Mexican. It, I, I only mention that, like, you know, this redlining makes no sense to me because I remember I came out here as a kid. I didn't come to San Francisco that much, but I came out here here as a kid, and this is where my grandparents took me. Because the street was closed, yes. I skated. I skated out here, and my, my question is: I remember back then. You know, we wrote this story about just how bumping it was out here. Well, I don't know if you remember a, a few years back. There was a big storm in the park. It uh, almost destroyed the conservatory. Hundreds of trees were blown down, and the park was totally closed off. I think that that was the example that people remember that when this closed off again, 
they became more familiar with. What year was that? 2006, maybe? 2007? Yeah. You have to think of the history of this effort. And the, it was like, we would always try to get something, they always say no, and all the way up until they got the garage and, 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 and still, no, 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 no. And so, but when that happened, the impossible seemed possible, just a glimmer of light, like, hey, look, the park did good, even though it's closed off, hey, we still did good. When this happened with the coronavirus, um, it made the numbers of that grow. The people who like that grow. The people who want that. It made it seem even possible to the point that here we are today, and it would seem uh, it would seem to move backwards to open the park up now. That's how wonderful it's been for people, and they see it and they know it and recognize it. And so I think that right now, it's not something really that needs to be fought over. It's just something that just needs to be agreed to. That's it. We'll be right back after this short break. Where would you like to see JFK Drive be in a year or five years? What is your vision for this (laughs) stretch and the park as a whole? I just think that if they close this off in that five years, it will be exactly what we all envision it to be. And that's you can see it right now. This, This is basically the vision that I have. People using the park for recreation using the roadway for recreation 21st century you know riding their bikes with their kids families skating having fun free open you know not a lot of advertising no uh eat at joe's or whatever uh and you know i'd like to see more art mm-hmm. there needs to be art displays around where people can see and you know the reasons for coming to the park i mean it works for everybody if 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 you have those things and those look, I'd love to have my roller skating rink enlarged. Of course, <laughs> uh, I'm not lobbying for that, but I am lobbying for that. Um, but as you bring more and more people out, everything you know benefits from that. You know, from the uh, institutions in the park to the Stow Lake Boathouse to uh, imagine people haven't seen the boats. You know, the remote control boats. Mm-hmm. You know, down by uh, the Buffalo Lake. Paddock. You know, there's so many great things in the park. You know. And, and you even got the mayor out here roller skating with you the other day, right? Oh, yeah. That was wonderful. That was, um, <laughs> you know, you start by, all oh, the mayor's here. And then, like, an hour later, oh, she's just one of us. You know, <laughs> hey, you know, skating. How rolling. are her roller skating skills? Her skills are much better than it was the first time she skated. <laughs> tell us that. that. I, now you got to tell us that story. Tell <laughs> what happened the first uh, time? She was a supervisor then. And we had, the, we had just recently opened the Church of Eight Wheels. And, you know, it's always been... You know, very popular thing, and a lot of the uh, politicals come. And uh, Scott Weiner's been there, and uh, 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 David Chu's been there, and, uh, a lot of people. And uh, she came one night and uh, to help us celebrate, and uh, it was great. And she, uh, it was great. <laughs> You're <laughs> was being great. very diplomatic. Nah, you know, uh, if you go swimming, you get wet, right? <laughs> if you go skating, you fall down. It's, it's going to happen. And she she took a spill. But it was really cool to see her come out here to the park. It's one thing to fall at the church, you know, the floor and stuff like that is wood. But when you fall on this asphalt out here, it is very unforgiving. And it yeah. doesn't discriminate and none of that. So, um, but I thought that she would skate for a minute or two, you know, from the last experience. And, uh... 
Man, she was here for like for three hours. She's she was, out there. She's out there doing the thriller. She dance was doing with the, you. the the cupid <laughs> shuffle, and and people were teaching her moves. And she, not only that, she was getting the moves. That that was the coolest part. And you know, I'm just amazed because I've been with a lot of mayors. You know, I've had them out here. Uh, Willie Brown. Uh, he's I've, I've skated from San Francisco to LA a bunch of times. He sent me off on that trip before. Has he skated with you? Oh no, Willie <laughs> Brown's not roller skating. That you can bet on. Gavin Newsom, no, no, no. He'll help you, though. You know? <laughs> you need some help? Yeah. You need him to skate? No, no, no. Uh, Diane Feinstein, she almost got run over by some skaters once. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought they was going to ban skating in the park because of that. Because, uh, uh, you know, she's always kind of have been on their side. Anyway, uh, but, no, uh, to see London Breed doing that really is, it kind of reminds me of, uh, what is it, OAC? You know, she's dancing and having a good time and stuff. And here's London Breed out here partying, <laughs> doing Cupid Shuffle. I like that. I want my legal representatives, I want my mayors, I want my supervisors to be out here yeah. doing this stuff. They, how, how are they going to know anything about uh, anything that they're doing is helping anybody if they don't get out here with the people and have a funky good time? Yeah. You know, it's, it's just as much part of it as... as Passing out the legislation that does things, you know, d dealing with the homeless, dealing with everything else that we living in this still nightmare going on. Uh, but when I see my mayor out here, it makes me proud. It yeah. makes me happy. It makes me feel that not only uh, am, I, am I in touch with her, but that she's in touch with us. Mm -hmm. and, and this is what they're supposed to do. So yeah. all you other legislators out there, y'all need to put some wheels on. I think you need to make her a top hat. <laughs> I I was gonna make her a hat. I just didn't want to be too. You know, people do that stuff and like, hey, you know, uh, let me make her this or that, and then she'll hate me. Hey, thank you very much, and then you know, never see it again. Uh, I did. Did I tell you I made some uh, uh, furry booties for uh, Dee Dee Wilsey? No. <laughs> I was trying to get her to get with the program, get hip. You know, quit being all. Dee Dee Wilsey, the uh, longtime. Uh, socialite and and de young museum uh uh i know she's the enemy know. i get it well, I, I'm not she's not that. my enemy yeah. I, I don't look at it in them terms yeah i have a point of view i think that my point of view represents a lot of the people that come out here and use this park so i'm just putting it out there mm -hmm. so you know anybody that don't like that point of view that's cool but you got to come up with something that gives you some you know reason to say what you say you tell me that this is recreational redlining? Well, show me. What What do you mean by that? You know, did you have a hard time getting here? Look, we're out here in the park doing this, mm -hmm. right? This is my environment. It wasn't no problem, was it? Nope. I, no. I just I just saw that argument. You know, I can go in the Chronicle archive and show you all the photos. There's there's thousands of them. They came out here and shot every day, and it was all of the city. It was not just the white people. It was not the rich people. You can tell by the photos. It was all of the city. It was like utopia. You well, know. I keep going back to our last four years. And this has been the way people have been dividing people. Mm -hmm. You throw up the race card. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't even think this is a race card. This is an ignorance card. It would be one thing if I had came out here and actually experienced the problem being here on a racial point of view. But that's just so far away from anything I know. There is no dominant race or anything. There's not a rich or poor thing. There's not a... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they would even take this paradise and, and 
and shape it into those terms yeah. as if I, I just think it's desperation I think that they've reached the end of the uh, excuses uh, you can't say that they can't come out anymore you got an 800 space garage every time I, I, I want to keep pointing that up I wish I had a sign like the road runner in them when they you know he's getting ready to fall just you got a garage you got the garage come on there's no more mm-hmm. well I, I feel like too there's a win-win-win here yes I, mean, I, I love the museums I've written about the museums I've you know, I came out here with my 86-year-old dad to show that we could bike out to the museums, and I bought memberships. I said, as long as JFK Drive remains open, I'm going to keep my membership to the museums because I want to come on a bike. And I think there's just that leap of faith that they need to understand that the demographics are changing, that bikers and walkers will come if it's open, and then you've got the garage for the people who, who you know, can't be on a bike. Um, well, my experience has been... I have only been in the De Young Museum twice. Are they keeping me out? I'm a black person. Maybe they maybe it's something about them that's keeping me out of that museum. But you know what it really is? I ain't in art. (laughs) 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 You know, and plus the tower, I'm gonna go up into the tower. I've never been in the tower because we fought so hard against the tower. I just like I ain't never going up But how about, I have to let go. How about this? How about this? Car-free JFK, and then you'll go up in the tower, and I can bring a guest with my <laughs> De Young membership. I will bring you, and we will enjoy the De Young. And like I, I said, I think, I think there's a win-win-win here. I, I think there's a future where they benefit from people biking and walking and finding different ways to come to their museums. And you're absolutely correct. And I'll put my money You're there. absolutely correct. And that's the, that's the angle I really want to go from. I really want people to know that they have nothing to fear from the closure. It's not bad. <laughs> you know, it's only good. And like you just said, everybody will benefit from it. And I, I like that way of approaching it anyway because... Yeah. I don't hate the museums at all. I, I, they let me skate into the California Arts and Science Building. What? You know, I love them all. They, they all cool. They, I don't have these issues. I just want the park closed off. That's it. Yeah. Well, you've survived our serious questions. And now are you up for the lightning round? Sure. <laughs> I'm good. I, I got Game Show Network. <laughs> <laughs> Where is your favorite place in San Francisco to get a burrito? Yeah, you should ask Tiffany. I don't eat burritos hardly. <laughs> uh, Gor- uh, was it Gordo's? Yeah. Yeah, Gordo's guy. is great. Okay. Um, that's the only place that we ever say, hey, man, we're going to get some burritos. Where y'all going? <laughs> Gordo's is great, yeah. What's your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? I love the Dirty Harry movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'd have to go with that. You I know, it. such great locations in the Dirty Harry. You've got Keysar. Oh, my you've God, got, yes. You've got, got the, I mean, there's like some heavy right here stuff in the park. In the park, there's heavy stuff going on. But well, I gotta give that uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, uh, uh, the Star Trek movie where they oh, landed no. in the park Star and they Trek. shot Spock's body. Star Trek. He loves it, and I yeah, do not. It's like my favorite movie, and she hates it. So. Star oh Trek Four. I watched him uh, put Spock's body up the street here, so <laughs> that's always cool. But them Dirty Harry movies, they're, they're, I we'll think go with that, Dirty Harry. I think they're the best. What was your first concert? You know, if it's not skating, I ain't there. Concert <laughs> <laughs> hey, here need in to the ask city. You skating question. Uh, or anywhere. Oh, my first concert anywhere was the BT Express uh, in uh, North Carolina. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! The Independent. 
George Clinton. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> I took a picture with him wearing my clothes. <laughs> Did they let you in on skates? They let me in on skates. They had my friend skating on stage. Uh, I just, you know, I wanted to let them shine in this moment of, because George Clinton, he's, I'm the godfather of skate. He's the godfather of funk. <laughs> you know, and George Clinton, I, I'll never forget that. That was cool. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on JFK Drive? Uh, I would have said that uh, parade with the uh, Harry Krishnas. <laughs> I think the Mud People is probably the weirdest. Who thing. are the Mud People? Um, these were <laughs> there's a group of people that basically wipe mud all over themselves. Must have been like 150 of them, and they they traveled along Kennedy Drive. Act, you know, they couldn't talk a language. They couldn't walk right, so they were like cave people, <laughs> and they were covered in mud, and they were the mud people. This is like a, a performance art, or it was weird. You asked yeah. me the weirdest thing I ever seen, right. <laughs> and on JFK Drive, and so we watched them for a while, and they ended up coming down the street and doing the same thing, and uh, they weren't hurting nobody. They weren't being rude. They weren't loud. So I just like okay, <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> How many pairs of roller skates do you own? Uh, personally, about maybe five, but you know I have thousands of them. Yeah. Because you know, I skating's my life, so I'm always doing events and mm -hmm. uh, giving them away. I'm sending a bunch to Kenya soon. Uh, so not counting the rentals at the church or anything like that, I still got about a thousand or so. Wow. What's the farthest you've ever skated in one go? I mean, I've skated from here to L.A. like 14 times. I've done uh, the muscular dystrophy skate-a-thon. That's how I started doing it. I did 100 laps without stopping down at the polo fields. Uh -huh. Polo fields, seven-tenths of a mile. Wow. Uh, but the first L.A. skate was probably the most skating we did. And, uh, yeah, we went a good 120 on the longest day yeah. of skating. Well, San Francisco is fighting about a lot of things. One of them is the Ferris wheel. Are you pro-Ferris wheel or <laughs> anti? I am extremely pro-Ferris wheel. <laughs> Come on, people. I think every guest on this podcast has to be pro-Ferris Yeah. I think I know the answer to our last question, but what is something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day? Well, then look at this. What? Look at this. This person There's even a works car, here. There's a car, a private car on JFK Drive. A, a car just went that by. That was really Ask me what grinds my gears. That's what that does. Now, I'd say, uh, you know, of course the skating, but it's, it's more than the skating itself it's like the energy of it all yeah you know i always want to have that that positivity that that we can do it spirit in our skating and a lot of skating is a lot, for most people is you know painful and you know you got to learn and all that and you know i always want people to know that anything you see someone do you can do is mm -hmm. it's only it's practice it's not the skating yeah and i i like people to leave with that all the time well thanks for coming on i always say you know if people want to know the history of golden gate park you're out here on sundays and if people have questions about about 
recreational redlining or whatever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they, can, what, they can come out and talk to you about the 40-plus year history of this park. You know, right now, I think that people should check out that uh, uh, free Golden Gate Park, uh, car-free Golden Gate Park site. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to Church of A Wheel site. It'll be on there. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of new people, new blood that is uh, getting involved in this movement. And uh, without them, you know, it, it's, it, what I really hate is the same old people doing the same old thing. We are expanding. We're, we're growing. And it's wonderful to see. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on. Right on. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight and our guest, David Miles Jr. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. If you're listening this far, you probably like Total SF. Take 10 seconds and give us a rating on your favorite podcast platform. And support Total SF and the newsroom that creates it by treating yourself to a digital Chronicle edition at sfchronicle.com slash 